This is the MMA Takes Podcast with your host, Brian Petrie. Oh, live on YouTube, live on podcasting networks around the world. I messed that up. What's up? Pick on podcast UFC 253. We got a cracker of a card here. I got Devin Tejada at the MMA fish guy. I got Tim Mitchell at Tim Tasha's 10 on Twitter. MMA takes podcast on Twitter as well. Uh, yeah, boys, you locked in, you locked in, you ready to go. I'm locked in baby. I, I feel really good. Dev's been talking a lot of shit for a guy that got skunked two months ago by me. Um, he's talking a lot of shit. Right. Let's see if we can back it up. All right. So Devin, you let's get right into it. Let's no no more fluff. Let's get into fights because we're all going to talk about the fights. You didn't want to pick first. Who do you want to pick first? Since you're the defending champ. Um. We'll let the basketball guy go first. Timbo Thanks. picking first, baby. First fight of the night. Kalidas Ibrahimov fucking nailed it. Eight and three. He's a minus one seventy eight favorite. He is fighting Danilo Marquez. Marquez. Probably not Marquez because he's Brazilian. He is nine and two. He is a plus one forty four underdog. Devin, you got the Russian or Brazilian here, Bubba? Or excuse me, Timbo. Not Devin. I already know who Devin's gonna pick. I'm in his fucking head. Marquez would be French, right? Right. What did I? Yeah, it could. It couldn't be Marquez because that's French. He's Brazilian. It has to be Marquez. <laughs> but listen, Johnny Walker's Brazilian too. But that's that's a fucking oh, that's Johnny true. Walker, dude. So I did a little so, research on this. Uh, on oh, I'm gonna be honest with you, Danilo Danilo Marquez. Uh, let me tell you if right I'm now. Not mistaken. I don't know who he is. Two, well, I think his last win, he fought a guy who was 0 and 16. Yeah. That's a good win. That's a good win. That's a great win. <laughs> that guy, I, and I kept digging it. I, I got really interested in this guy, so yeah, I kept digging. Morak, Mark or something, pull up Pomano. That's a fucking. Yeah. I'm not even going to trouble. He's now 0-21. Sure. So whatever Jeez. commission still gives that to Hang him up, bud. Hang him up. Hang him all in 21. Um, but j- just with that said, uh, I, I, I'm going with. Ibra Magoff. Ibra. Butchered that. Okay. That's all right. I don't know how to pronounce the names either. Devin, you're going to go second here, pal. Go ahead. Who do you like? Yeah. Um, it's, I, I feel like it's kind of just a setup for Ibra Gamov. He, he was, he came in, you know, highly touted with some, you know, with some stuff behind him. Um, he can hit hard. Um, it, just, just like Tim said, you know, his opponent is just, he's, Fighting guys with 0 and 16 records, 5 and 4 records, 500 records. Um, I think it's kind of just a body at this point. Um, you know, Ibrahimov has, he just has bigger power. Um, and I feel like it'd probably be like second round TKO. I'm going to go with Ibrahimov. Ibrahimov! Listen, I'm not going to lie to you. I flirted with taking Danello here. Uh, just because he's 6'6", right? I think Ibrahimov stinks. He hasn't won a fight in the UFC yet. I was really tempted to fight uh, to take Danilo here for the points. However, instead of just going, betting the line, playing that, all that shit, whatever, I just I, I looked into him. He stinks. Like He's not that good. His record's terrible. Tim pointed out he fought a guy. So in 16, his two losses are the guys with decent records. He's got uh, He lost to a guy with 6'6", six and, six, and the other guy's like 13-4, two losses. And all the other things are just wins because no one's really documenting how that gets done. I hate to go 
the same side as you guys, but I can't pick that 6'6 buffoon. I'm going to go the Russian as well, Kalidis, um, even though he hasn't won a fight in the UFC. Hopefully this is his time to win, uh, and let's go. We're all on the same side there. What do you think about that? Huh? What do you think about that? All right, next up, Jeff Hughes, Ohio, born and bred. Keep that in mind when you make your picks. He is plus 245 underdog. He is 10 and 3. He is finding Juan Esposito. Esposito, who's 9 and 1. He's a minus 320 favorite. Ultimate fighter winner. Uh, Juan, who hasn't fought in quite some time. Uh, Devin, why don't you lead it with this one, bud? You're going to go ahead and pick on this one. What's the line on this one again? It's like uh, Jeff Hughes is a is a significant underdog at plus two forty five, and Juan is a minus three twenty. Uh, see, I don't like those lines from a from a guy that has Juan Espino has been sitting on the bench for, since the Ultimate Fighter. He won the Ultimate Fighter. Um, he's got a good record, ten one and zero. But for a guy that you know is not active, I don't like that line. Um, but Jeff Hughes. I'm pretty sure he's out of strong style with Stipe. Um, I just don't love Jeff Hughes. I, I I feel like he's a little bit lackadaisical. He doesn't throw a lot. He doesn't throw a lot of shit out there. Um, Juan Espino is is a really really good grappler. Um, that's 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 his staple. He's he's from Spain. He's he's a big big time grappler. He's a big dude too, and he's really strong. Um, he likes a double leg takedown. I could just see him laying praying or getting a submission. Um, he likes the arm locks and stuff like that. I'm going to go with Juan Espino for submission. Juan Espino sub. You're not getting extra points by predicting how they're going to get finished, by the way. You're not <laughs> You're not getting extra points for that, though. Oh, he's getting points in the, in the <laughs> fucking text group. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he'll give himself points. All right. Um, Tim, why don't you go ahead and finish off here? Who do you like? Uh, I mean, that's been, like, has he been hurt? I don't know. You know, that's he I mean, 39 years old. Yeah, he's old. His name's El Guapo. He's from Canary Islands, which is a tiny little thing in Spain. Uh, I don't think he lives here. I know he trains an American top team. He might have been hurt. COVID obviously could have fucked some things up as well. It's just it's been a long time since we've seen this guy fight. You win the was that the last ultimate fighter that they had? I think I want to say yes, but I don't want to be wrong. So I'm going to say I don't know. I mean, I feel the the UFC, you know, obviously wants this dude to do well, even though he is forty years old. Light it up, baby. Yeah. But uh, forty years old. I mean, the UFC obviously wants him to do well. You always want your Ultimate Fighter winners to do well, so I'm pretty sure they're giving him a trash can and Hughes. So I'll take Casino. <laughs> take Casino. Where are we at here? Okay. Uh, yeah, listen, it's very rare that I pick against Ohio. I, I'm an Ohio born and bred guy. Uh, however, this is, you know, a lot of people assume since he's from Ohio, I'm going to like him. Well, he's from Cleveland. I don't like anything about Cleveland. The city sucks. Okay. Their downtown sucks. The women are ugly. Fucking deal with it. Uh, Jeff Hughes, though, he just, listen, he was really hot in the regional scene. A lot of people liked him. I know some guys here fought him in the amateurs and, and I've never seen him fight live, but I knew, he, he was kind of a hot prospect. You know, he's kind of got a weird body. You know, he looks like your typical – doesn't look like your typical heavyweight nowadays, but, you know, he's kind of pudgy or whatever. Um, has had some bad luck in the UFC. Has fought some t- tough guys. I think Juan Esposino, stand-up is horrendous. I think his wrestling is really good. I think Jeff Hughes is going to have trouble with the wrestling, and uh, um, I think Juan is going to be well-rested. Usually when the heavyweights are older – and they take a little bit of time off. I think that might be a good thing because you know their old bodies can't be, you know be 100%. getting in there every month or whatever. It's one of the few weight classes where you can fight into your forties and still be really elite, is because you know, you don't have that weight cut. Um, 
I'm going to go Juan as well. I wanted to take Jeff Hughes because a plus 245 looks interesting. I see Jeff possibly knocking Juan out if Juan decides that he wants to fucking try his stand-up. But I just see Juan taking him down and probably submitting him. Uh, If not, definitely winning decision because I don't think Hughes has like lights out takedown defense. So we're all on the same side again. Son of a bitch. Let's go. Next fight. William Knight. (laughs) Big boy. Eight and one. Plus 135. Underdog. William Knight, plus 135 underdog for uh, fighting another high O guy. Alexi, uh, Alexa Kamur, 6-0, minus 170 favorite. I'll go ahead and start this off. Boys, I do not know how Alexa Kamur is the favorite here. Um, I thought he looked average on the contender series. I thought the only reason he got a contract is because Dana called, or excuse me, Stipe called Dana while that happened and said, I will skull fuck you if you do not. Signed my guy. He had his UFC debut. He looked very average. He won a very, very uh, boring decision. He gassed William Knight, big, beefy motherfucker, right? He's like 5'6", and he's built like wider than my house. Um, don't know if he has all the, the greatest skills in the world. He does have some chin problems. I've seen him get hurt before in fights. He has been knocked out. That one loss is a knockout. However, with the underdog money, I'm going to go William Knight here at plus 135. I think this fight's going to get finished by one of these guys. So the prop bet, maybe for it not to go to decision, is going to be the right play here. But I do like William Knight. Money line, plus 135. I think Kamur is going to come out hot in the first round and then fade away a little bit. Timbo, who do you like? Uh, your pick. Uh, oh, isn't it Devin Stern? It can be Devin Stern. We're just bouncing around here. Devin, who do you like? Good. I'll take it. Yeah, I'm going William Knight, too. I ah, think copycat, man. Commerce um, stinks. I, I, he's, he hasn't fought since Justin Ledet. He Justin Ledet is probably the worst fighter on the roster. Um, Nothing against Justin Ledet, but he's <sighs> outside. Awesome. Who'd you say? Yeah, or, yeah. Who'd you say, Tim? Tuivasa. Yeah, Ty Tuivasa no. is pretty bad. I just don't think Justin Ledet's really great. I think he's really, really slow. He's he's gone back and forth between heavyweight and light heavyweight. Alexa Kimura is not a very large light heavyweight. He's not a big dude. He didn't look good on the contender series, like you said. Um, he kind of blew his load in the Ledet fight. If he, you can tell he's only fought guys where he's been the hammer and he's never been the nail. Um, William Knight has been the nail. He's lost by knockout. Um, he's you know he, he's fresh off the contender series. He's gonna be hungry. I just think William Knight can crack him and hurt him, and I think William Knight will have the better gas tank. I think William Knight's the better athlete. I think even if if Cameron hurts him in round one, if, if if William Knight can get it past round one, he can win round two and three. Even if he doesn't finish, I don't like the line. I think it should be. I think it should be a pick 'em fight, honestly, because there's not a lot known about these guys. But I'm I'm I was flirting with Cameron, but I'm like he's. I don't like the favorite line. I, I'm, I'm going William Knight all day. I think, ah, that, I think the line is perfect. If you're flirting with him, fucking, you might as well move in, pal. All right, no, Timbo. Trying, Timbo. Trying to fuck my head up. Timbo, who do you got, man? So I get the favorite, and you two clowns are taking the dog. Yeah. Well, with you can confidence. take the dog, too. This ruff, ruff. trades with Stipe. Stipe yeah. said the goat. This guy, Stipe, is the goat. What, if, what happened Bro, to that Go guys? heavyweight, man. Oh, okay. The goat. The heavyweight. <laughs> he ain't the goat. Heavyweight, sure. Go well, ahead, take him. Put your nuts. Put your nuts on the table and take yeah. the favorite. I am. I'm taking fucking Alexa Kimura. <laughs> He's lengthy. He fucking trains with Stipe Miocic. He's got to win this. And if he doesn't, then fuck Stipe. That's right. My my biggest and if issue. He does, <laughs> fuck Stipe also. <laughs> Tim has a problem with Stipe. Uh, my biggest issue with this fight is I have seen all, pretty much all nine of William Knight's fights besides the 
Uh, well, no, besides all I've seen all nine of his fights, he he does get rattled a little bit. Kamara's got a lot of knockouts. So that's pre UFC. He does have power. That first round's gonna tell a lot to me. Um, but I like Knight at that. If Kamara was the under, I'm, I might think it the other way. But I like Knight. All right, next up you got Shane Lung. Shane Lung. Shane Young minus one thirty two favorite. He's thirteen and four. He's fighting. This is a you gotta be a fucking hell of a name to say. Ludwig Klein, 18 and 2, making his UFC debut. He's a plus 108 underdog. Any boys want to take this fight first? If not, I'll take it. I'll go for um, it. I'll take it. I'll take Klein. Uh, I'll, like I said, I watched a little bit of video on that okay. kid. And uh, apparently, he's like the number one uh, featherweight in Eastern Europe or the number two featherweight in Eastern Europe. And um, they produce a lot of. Which produce a lot of good talent. Was it? You said he's eighteen and two, ain't he? Eighteen and two plus one hundred eight underdog. Yep. Yeah. Um, the Shane uh, Young, he's just on this card because Izzy's on this card. Right. City kickboxing. They got four fights. The actually right now. Um, yeah. Okay. Never mind. The line has stayed the same. Shane Young came down a little bit. Shane Young was a one thirty two. He has came down a little bit, but Ludvig Klein is still the underdog on some books. Okay. So you're taking Klein, Dev. Who do you yeah, like? Love it. I'm going. I'm going with the dog too. I'm going with Ludovic Klein. Um, I think he's the better counter striker. He's got good head kicks. He's got good power. Um, I don't think Shane Young is that great. I, I I agree with Tim. I think he's just riding the wave of city kickboxing, and he just kind of gets drug around to the cards that is he's on. Um, I haven't been really impressed with Shane Young. Um, I watched a little bit of tape on Ludovic Klein. I, I I watched his highlight reel. He's got a lot of good power, a lot of good head kick finishes. Um, he's also got the better record and. Um, outside of the UFC, I would definitely say that Eastern Europe has better fighters than New Zealand and wherever, you know, wherever Shane Young took his pre UFC fights. Um, so I would say that Ludovic Klein has probably fought the better guys too outside of the UFC. Um, and I, I like the dog money, so I'm going to go with him. Yeah. Uh, Even basically pick him. Right. It's, it's. Yeah. Klein is is a solid prospect. Chen Young's a dog, though. He gets in there and fights. He's hard to finish. I like Klein. Um, his skills, he's built well. Wears his pants a little too high for my liking. You know, keep, you know, put those down a little bit there, pal. Kind of a dorky look. However, you know, I'm not looking for cats. I'm looking for dogs. Be a dog. <laughs> we don't need no meows. We don't need no cats. We need more dogs. <laughs> Love it. This is my underdog lock in the night. There wasn't many to choose from for me. I feel confident in this. Shane Young gets hit way too much. He is very durable. He's very tough. He pushes his punches. He's he's that's his only real attribute is, is he's tough. He doesn't really, he's not super skilled. Klein, I think, is really skilled. He does carry a lot of muscle. UFC debut. I'm hoping he doesn't gas out because then it can get interesting because I do think Shane Young can take some shots. Um, but we're all on the same board. I'm gonna make him my dog lock, though. So I'm gonna get that extra point. That's how it mm. works. Um, Ludwig Klein. Yeah, this kid could be the real deal, or you know, like some of these other Europeans that come in and they get exposed. I mean, it happens. I mean, you don't know uh what the reason is. All right, next up. <sighs> The craziest man God. in the world, Diego Sanchez, plus 490, 30 and 12. He is fighting Jake Matthews, who's 16 and 14, or excuse me, 16 and 4, minus 750. Favorite. 
Um, listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and start this off because this is gonna be pretty easy. Jake Matthews is gonna walk through Diego Sanchez. Diego Sanchez is absolutely fucking crazy, right? Um, he his last fight, he's coming off a win, but he basically quit in that fight. You know what I mean? He got hit and said, "Well, what if happens? I don't continue. Oh, but then you win the fight. I can't continue." <laughs> Uh, that's a, that's a bonus. yeah, that's a fucking coward way out, and you know, and and and, and I, I've never liked Diego Sanchez. Uh, I actually don't really love Jake Matthews either. I think Jake Matthews is a little overhyped. Uh, he's really only fights on that part of the world. You know, he never comes to America all that often. It's always in Australia, middle, you know, Abu Dhabi now, um, New Zealand, whatever. But I'm gonna go with prop that um, now I'm gonna I'm gonna take Jake Matthews. But this is the one shop stop for props. I'm gonna go. Jake Matthews is gonna finish the fight. Diego Sanchez hasn't been finished in a little bit. He's hard to put away at times. He basically ran away the last time he fought. Um, I think Jake Matthews is gonna come in and, and make a statement against this old fuck, Diego Sanchez. And uh, Jake Matthews for the dub there. Not gonna bet this fight though. That's way too heavy. I'm not gonna go anywhere near this. No parlays, no nothing. But I will bet the prop that'll get finished. All right, who wants it? Jump on the bone. Dev, you're up. Go ahead. All right, I want to show show y'all my notes for Diego Sanchez. <laughs> what does that say? Psychotic? Oh, it Psycho. says Diego Sanchez, and then I drew a line through it and put two X's through his name. That's three X's, I realized triple X. Three X's. Four. Shit. Four. Damn, dude. So you're picking him, right? I can mark that down as an X. You're picking Diego? Absolutely not. What? Um... <laughs> I was going to write something about this, and I realized that there was absolutely no reason for me to write anything about this. Diego Sanchez is high out of his fucking tree. He thinks he's fighting Conor McGregor for his fourth yeah, fight. I saw that. I don't know where he is. Um, I don't know what's going on. He looked decent in the Mickey Gall fight. Like He looked like he could put something together in that fight, he's- but like... I- but like Jake Matthews is going to win this fight without a doubt. Like I don't... I just don't think Diego Sanchez people make jokes about CTE, but if anybody has brain damage in the UFC, it's Diego Sanchez. Like, did you guys see the video of him? Like stretching in the the stretching in the airport and shit. Like, okay. I feel bad for him, man. I just feel bad for him because he's fucked up. Like he needs some help. Give me the motherfucking underdog point. Whoa. What? (laughs) Yeah, bro. Y'all are tripping heavy, dude. First of all, Okay. (laughs) Yeah, Diego Sanchez is explain, weird as shit. Explain it weird. to me, please, because well, I mean, what's happening here? The, the, he, he does win it's, it's seven points. No, it's it's four points. Yeah, four points. Yeah. I thought he was a seven to one. Well, yeah, he's he's a he's a four to one underdog. Jake oh, Matthews okay. is a seven to one favorite. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought what? he was a plus seven hundred. Yeah. Jake Matthews, who have you beat? Emil. Weber Meek. <laughs> Emil, Emil, Emil Meek, who's a saw. I mean, let me tell you something about Emil Meek. He's solid. Guess who guess who else would beat Emil Meek? Little guy named Kamar Usman. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Shin Shin Show ends smoke in his eyes. Ling Jing Ling. That's the leech, bro. That's the Johnny, leech. Bro. Johnny Case. Dude, I'm not like Hollywood that. Case? Come on, man. The leech and Emil Meek are like two solid wins, bro. I don't we're talking about Diego saying like he just ran through Mickey God. And don't act like y'all gonna hit on Platinum Mike Perry. That's cool. But Mike Perry is a is obviously a, a very good UFC fighter. And Mickey God gave him some problems. Jake Math Jake Matthews is known for his grappling, correct? Yeah, I mean, yeah, more so than I would say is striking. He's been Diego, submitted before. Diego He's kind Sanchez. Of- go, go, ahead. go ahead. No, 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 Diego go ahead. Sanchez yeah. never been submitted. Nope. Neither, nor will he be. 
Um, I think it's definitely worth the points. Like, sure. Absolutely. Will I mean, he check Jake Matthews' oil? If he does, fuck it. If it works, and will he taste it after? Here's probably. Here's my biggest issue: is Diego's corner, and I mean, he's got Stefan Bonner in his corner, who's almost just as weird as Diego at this point is. I mean, Stefan Bonner's got some like real life issues. Like, there's a video of him like literally dead asleep behind the wheel on the Vegas freeway. And the cops are like dragging him out of the car. Like he, yeah. he's so, he, he's so out of it. Um, I just he's don't just, like, it's just like a free trip to Abu Dhabi, bro. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just really don't like the way Diego's at mentally. I mean, listen, the guy used to be crazy. Nightmare Sanchez. He'd fucking would go in there. You have to take a bat to get him out of there. Now he's looking for ways out. You know what I mean? I don't like the way he is mentally. Uh, that coach, if you want to call him that bro. is one of those weird, pastors that always gets like celebrities he's like the silentology of coaches you know what i mean he's like he's, the charles manson of he's coaches. got this guy trapped in him and diego's like on his fifth divorce like yeah this guy's the best um he's got real life problems but jake matthews is younger he's bigger he's better i i, I think he can finish diego i think diego's gonna come out and i think if he gets you know he's gonna run away a lot but i think if he gets really cracked and matthews again not the biggest prospect in the world in my opinion but Diego, but listen, you're right. In our scoring system, though, it makes it, sense. I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense. My buddy sent me a parlay today, and he had uh, Izzy, he had Reyes, and Sanchez. And I said, yes. and he bet it, he's betting two dollars to win. Like, it's not a lot of money. It's only like or something. No, yeah, it's only like fifty bucks. I'm like, oh, like whatever. put put ten bucks on it. Then what's two dollars going to do you? But, uh, yeah, so we're all split. I mean, Devin and I are on the same side, and then Timbo's going for the points. I like the strategy. I usually implement that as well, but usually these freak underdogs never hit for me, um, like that big of an underdog. But, listen, Diego could get poked in the eye and quit again. So It's true. Who knows? If he, if he wins like that, that doesn't count, right? No. Oh, yeah. oh it counts. If it's a oh, W in the record, it counts. Bud. Fuck. Did you, you, all right, one more thing is, do you know that they were training with live knives and they yeah. train with live weapons at their camp, Tim? Yeah. Oh yeah, you know that that his coach literally Josh was Josh out Fabian, there to his stack. head coach Fabian, chases him around the octagon with knives, with a knife. and he's like, "Don't let me get in your space! Don't let me get with in your live space!" Weapons, yeah, bro. yeah, like, yeah. Krav Maga shit. Emil Meek, the guy he just talked about, he trained with Diego, and he came out and said, "No, these guys are fucking crazy. I don't want any part of this." There's a video on was going on around Twitter. That he's he's literally doing this with his shoulders, trying to stab you with knives. All right, let's move on. Right, it's a sad real story. shit. Though. It's a it's real. That's sad story. One of the fights I'm looking forward to the most. Brad Riddell minus three forty favorite. He is uh, eight and one. He is fighting Alex Da Silva twenty one and two. He is a plus two sixty underdog. Um, who wants to go first here? Huh? I mean, I think we're all going to be on the same side, probably. Maybe not. Yeah. I don't know. I think we're going to be on the same side. All right, well, sure. I'll go first. And listen, Brad Riddell is a guy. He was one of the few guys to break my video curse when I put uh, a single bet on Instagram where I put it on YouTube when I was just picking one fighter of the night, my lock in the night. Literally everyone lost. I was cursing all these fighters. I had to stop doing it. Brad Riddell was the only one to break that curse. Um, he fought a really tough guy his last time out, a, a really heavy base grappler who also has good striking, that, that fucking bear of a Russian. Uh, Magomed Mustayev, maybe. I can't remember. Uh, That's but, it, yeah. yeah. But Brad Riddell, I think, you know, he's, he's Alex Vol uh, Alexander Volkanovsky's training, uh, uh, striking coach. Big, big, powerful dude. 
I think he's going to get this done. Alex Silva does have some knockouts on his record. Rodell doesn't have the best defense in the world. I think he has a pretty good chin, but he does get hit a little bit. Um, and Jamie Malarkey's UFC debut, he kind of gassed out a little bit. He is pretty muscly for this division. He, he's pretty bricked up for being kind of a shorter guy. Kind of reminds me of a little Sean Shirk body type, Sean Shirk prime. Um, I'm going to go Rodell, though. I like Rodell a lot, even though he's that high of a favorite. This is a bettable fight for me. I think I'm going to unload some clips on Rodell. Um, I think City Kickboxing is going to have a good night besides uh, Shane Young. Um, so I'm going to go Riddell. Yeah. Anybody else? Who's up? I'll echo your thoughts on that same thing. What'd you say the line was on that, though? I don't like it. Riddell's minus 340. Oh, geez. Silva's nice. plus 260. It's it's chalky, you know? It's fucking chalky. I don't like that line. Um, but I, I, I'm going to agree with you, man. Brad Riddell, if he can keep the fight on his feet – um, Alex and Silva is going to probably come out and look to grapple. He's a Brazilian guy, um, fought a bunch of nobodies over there, has a decent, a decent jujitsu game, but I think Brad Riddell has good enough takedown defense to just, just sprawl and brawl, just keep the fight where he wants it and, and probably hurt him on the feet. He might gas a little bit, but even, even if he does, you'll probably hurt him enough in the first round and the first half of the second round to, to steal a decision, even if it goes that way. Yeah. You taking the, you jumping on those underdog points, Tim, again? No, I'm good on this one. Uh, <laughs> you're going Riddell. Riddell, your Sean Shirk reference that I was uh, that was on point. He's built like him a little bit, the old yeah, muscle shark. You know, he's he's muscle a little. He's probably yeah. a little bigger than Shirk because I think Shirk was listed at like probably five six. I think he was every bit of five three, but his arms were this <laughs> wide and this short, and uh, so but he he matches that a little bit. He's like the striking version of Sean Shirk. We're on Riddell. I'm really confident Riddell. He's almost he was almost my motor lock of the night. Um, I usually don't like giving mortal locks that uh, my mortal lock pick out that high minus three forty. That's you know, and I just looked at the line. He's actually ballooned up to minus three fifty five. So he is very very chalky to me though. Since I like him, he is playable to me. But I can understand why people are staying away from him. But I think he's a good parlay. I think he's going to be you know, a nice little parlay play. This fight, main card time, boys. Get ready for the main card. This fight is breaking my brain a little bit. I've, I've been back and forth, left and right on this one. Hakeem Dawadu, 11-1-1. <clears throat> He's a plus 100 underdog. He's fighting Zabara. Tukayov, Tukadov, I fucking nailed it. He's 19-4-1. He is a minus 122 favorite. Who wants to do this one? If not, I'll, I'll get on it. Anybody want to you want? I'll go second. No, you know Devin? I'll you go, go first. No, Devin, I'll you go, go first. Fuck. Go first. No, I'll go first. I'm going with Zabara. I okay. think... I think, I think uh, I think Hakeem Duwadu is the better striker, but I think Zabar Tsukugov, I think I think he just packs enough power. I've seen Hakeem get touched in his fights. Um I do think Hakeem is the is the better striker. He definitely can throw more of a variety of striking attacks. Um this could potent it's like a chess match fight of the night brawl. It's like a chess match brawl is how I see this fight. Yeah. Um I really think Zubar is gonna probably come out hard. If Zubaira loses this fight, it'll be by split decision. Yeah. Um, I just don't think he throws enough volume. He's a decent combination puncher when he wants to be, but I think if he just stayed more active, he'd have a lot more finishes on his record because he's tough and he can fucking crack hard. Um, you most of the guys out of that that section of the world are, are heavy in the grappling, but he can but Zubaira can really crack. He's a he's a pretty good striker. Um I just think Hakeem is gonna walk into something. I think he's gonna be too confident. He's had a lot of shine in the media this week with the you know, with what we were talking about earlier. Um I I think that I just think Zubaira is gonna come out there and probably hurt him in the first round. I'm not gonna call a first round finish because that's you know not smart to call something like that, but I, I do think Zubaira is gonna probably finish finish this fight i think he's gonna win timbo who do you like bud 
Oh, Hakeem is. Uh, I remember I was real big on him because I was real big on Kyle Bochniak after he after he fought Zabit. Right. And I thought a lot of him, and then Hakeem beat him, and I was like, "Wow, this dude must be the real deal." Mm-hmm. And then like he kept winning decisions, and I was Close like, "Okay, fights. like, are you gonna you gonna get a finish? Or what are you gonna do here?" Right. Um. This is tough. This is a tough one. Zubara, he has a split against uh, Moicano. Uh huh. Lost. Lerone Murphy, he fought Lerone Murphy last time they were in Abu Dhabi uh, when Dustin fought Khabib. That was a draw. Uh, Zabara looked like he was about to die. Like his, I mean, he was sweating. So it was when the AC broke in the arena. He looked like he was about (laughs) dead. But yeah, that was a draw. Lerone Murphy's a solid prospect, though. This is a tough fight. This is one of the harder fights for me to pick. What was the line? Plus 100 for Dawadu, underdog. Versus uh, really? minus one twenty two for uh, Zubara. That changed. Zubara was the was Zubara was the dog earlier this morning. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. So that line must have changed. Well, he's not the dog anymore. That would. Yeah, he's not the dog Lerone anymore, Bo. Who are you taking? That would do. All right, Hakeem Dawadu. Mean Hakeem. Here's my here's my situation here. Okay, Zubara's that rat. That jumped in the cage and punched Conor McGregor. I don't like that. Um, I do think he's skilled. He actually surprised me in the Kevin Aguilar fight his last time out. He knocked Kevin Aguilar out. Not super high in Kevin Aguilar myself, um, but he's a solid prospect. He's got a good record. Zubara, again, pretty good grappler, good hands. I think his hands are really fast. Hakeem Dawadu, you know, prior to Canada, this kid has so much talent. It's almost like the Tyron Woodley thing. Obviously, I'm not going to compare him to Tyron Woodley, but he always talks about how he wants to go in there and he wants to really go in there and get the kill and and he has the skills to do it. He has to stand up to do it and, and his takedown defense is good and his cardio is good. And he just sometimes just falls a little short. He doesn't really pull the trigger. I feel like he's also fought really good competition. I mean, Kyle Bogniak's no punk. Um, his last time out, he almost got the finish. I mean, he was knocking that guy around the entire, uh, who was that? Holy Arce. Yeah, he was, he was rocking Holy Arce almost... Every exchange. Um, I I leaned earlier in the week to Zabara. Here in Devon, picked Zabara. And knowing that him and I have picked every single fight the same, and I want to uh. beat this guy, I'm going Hakeem, the underdog points, mean Hakeem, the dream. I'm going to fucking – I'll put a poster of my wall if he wins. Um, I think it's really evenly matched. I really do. I think it's an evenly matched fight. I think uh, um, it should be – It's Gonna probably maybe close to a pick em. A lot of people like Zubara uh, with the grappling still set. I don't think the stand-up's gonna really come into play on his end. I think Hakeem's gotta be a little more aggressive. I think he has more power. If it goes the decision, it's gonna be fucking close. And I'm gonna be just sitting there waiting for it, waiting for it. I'm gonna bet this fight as well. I think this is a is a bettable fight. I think this is a roll the dice fight. Um it's it I like betting on pick em fights because it's almost like a corn flip at some point. And when a guy's on the plus side of a coin flip, I'm going to take that every time. I'm a gambling man, okay? So I like Hameen, Hakeem, Dawadu, uh, and we're split. I love it. All right. Next up, little ladies. The la- Let's take it back to the ladies. Caitlin Vieira, minus 184. She's 10-1. and one. She's fighting the Sarge. Sajara Eubanks, plus 148. She is 6-4. and four. Sarge fought like 10 days ago. Looked really good. Caitlin Vieira uh, coming off her only loss to Irene Adana. Boys, who, who, who you like this fight? Tim, let's go with you, bud. You go first, bud. Who you liking the ladies? Sarge must have had a really good camp because she looked uh, looked very, very good against Sevilla. So uh, I'm going to rock with her. What's Sarge. the line on this? Sarge is a plus 148 underdog. Vieira oh, is a yeah, – yeah. yeah, she's a good underdog. Caitlin Vieira is a minus 184 favorite. Um, all right, Tim's got Sarge. Dev, who you got? 
Um, you know, I was I was kind of flirting with Sarge. Um, it just scares me that she came off. She was in a war. Like, let's not forget. No, you know, yeah. that first round, she took some shots. Um, she took some shots in that first round. And Sarge just, for a professional fighter with 11 pro fights, she does not like to be hit. You can tell the second she gets touched, she's like, I don't like this. Um, and Caitlin Vieira is probably one of the hardest woman punchers in that division and in the UFC period. Caitlin Vieira can crack. She hits really hard. Um, she was tuning up Irene Aldana until Irene Aldana hit her with that beautiful counter. And Caitlin and Vieira has, has no finishes by knockout, so I don't know where that's coming from, by the way. She hits hard, though. She hits really hard. You can see when she <laughs> hits people, when she hits people, she, she hurts them. Um, I... I just don't love the fact that Sarge had that three-round fight. Her cardio held up. That was, the, that was the best her cardio has ever looked, and that's another reason why I flirted with it because she um, – Sajara can grapple. Um, Sajara can really grapple. I didn't write anything down for this fight because I kind of wanted to see where you guys went with it. Um, well, quit flirting. Let's do the damn thing. Who do you I'm like? I'm going to go with Caitlin Vieira oh. just because I think she'll hurt her, um, and I think Sajara is going to become a panic grappler. Um I, I'm just betting on Caitlin Vieira to hurt her because if not, she'll probably lose in the grappling department, but I'm just betting on Caitlin Vieira to hurt her on the feet. I think Julia Villa is a better fighter than Caitlin Vieira. I had Julia Villa beating Sarge. I like Sarge Eubanks. I think she's one of the women that has a better record than – she's better than a record, essentially. She's tough. Her stand-up is coming along. She's strong. I don't think she doesn't like getting hit. I think – I mean, no one likes getting hit, but she's got a chin. Avia laid some shots on her to her body, to her chin, took it. Sarge is a fucking gamer. She's a beast. She gets on top. She doesn't let go. Uh, Caitlin Vera, you know, girl's got some submission wins. I've taken Sarge and the underdog points fucking all day long. Sarge Eubanks here. I think she looks fresh. I know the war she did was was in with uh, with um, Avia, but before that, she hadn't really fought all that much, and I like that she's going to get back-to-back. She's not cutting weight anymore to 125. She's at 135. She's healthy. I watched the embedded. She seems to be in a good mental place. She's got her coaches there. Uh, and with that plus number, you got to go so dark. You banks, baby. Let's go. Okay. Kaikar France, 21 and 8, minus 250 favorite versus Brandon Roval, 11 and 4, plus 198 underdog. This is another really, really tough fight to pick, in my opinion. Oh. Boys, who do you got? Let's go Dev first. Dev, go first. Who do you want? I, I have shit written down about these guys, but I'm Tell just me. torn on them because. I don't love Kai Car France. I kind of think he's a little bit overhyped. I don't think he's awesome. Um, I think the camp and him being in that weight class allows him to get a lot more shine than he would get, say, if he was at featherweight or 155. Um, Brandon Roy is kind of just a wild card, though. You don't really know much about him. He says he likes to strike, but he's more of a grappler than anything. Um, Tim Elliott is... You can't really base anything on Tim Elliott because he's just wild and will put himself into really bad positions, as we've all seen countless times. Um, Brandon Royval is probably the better grappler. Kai France is going to be the better striker. Um, it's kind of just like playing the wild card and playing the number. Um, I'm going to go with Brandon Royval just because I don't like glove Love Kai Carr. Yeah, with the rare underdog good. pick. Man. Um, his best performance was against Tyson Nam, which is some I gave you guys some free money on that. Um, <laughs> Thanks for the free favorite money. Yeah. <laughs> right. You fucking jockster. 
I, I, while I'm picking the underdog. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm I'm surprised. That's this this surprised me. I kind of knew who you're going with every single one of these fights, and I liked it. Uh, Timbo, you want to chime in? You want me to go, babe? Um, one one point, Kakara France, dude, change your fucking nickname because that don't blink shit. Is that what it is? Don't blink. Yeah, his name I like his name, blink. Kaikara. Is his is his middle is his first name Kaikara or is his last name Car France? Car France. Car France. Name. But it's you Kai say it all together. You don't ever just go Kai. You go Kaikara France. Sure, it's a cool. Yeah. One. It's a cool fucking um, name, man. It, 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 it's a good name. It's a good nickname fucking stinks. name. Nickname stinks, dude. You gotta get. Yeah, a don't yeah. blink. I mean, you gotta finish somebody if you want to go with that. Right. And. uh yeah, I'm going with. I'm gonna take them dog points and Rodell and take him as well. Boys getting them dogs. I think that's some risky stuff. You guys are Tom Cruise right now. Very risky. Let me tell you something. I like Kai Car France. I think he's he's only got one loss in the UFC. Isn't that crazy? He got he never made it after the Ultimate Fighter. He lost at Pantoja. They never signed him. Had to fight a bunch of tough dudes. Came back to the UFC. Lost once to Brandon Moreno, who's going to fight for the title anytime. Kai Car France has really good striking. Um, his cardio. Used to be really, really good. His last time out, I feel like he slowed down a little bit to me. Um, but I think his striking is really good. He's a, he's a point fighter. He's definitely not a knockout artist. Ravel's kind of a wild guy. Listen, Ravel's coming from the LFA. He's fought some tough fucking dudes. Mm-hmm. He's not fighting bums. Like He's the LFA, former LFA champion. The guy's got some great submission skills. He's got a good attitude. He's positive. I think that's a really good underdog pick. I hate how high Kaikara France is. People are high on him. I'm kind of high on him. But with this matchup with Ravel having a little bit of heat, um, with the Tim Elliott win, um, it's the line's a little a lopsided to me. I don't know if I'm going to be super confident betting this fight, but I am going to pick Kai Car France as the favorite here. Um, I think he's just going to outpoint him, outmuscle him. I think he's going to have a hard time. Uh, Ravel, that is, is going to get the fight to the ground. I think Kai Car is going to be able to keep the fight standing, really piece up Ravel. I think his hands are really sharp, and uh, as long as he doesn't gas, I think we're going to be okay. I think it's going to be a decision win for Kai Car. Going to go the over. I'm going to go the over the rounds. It will go over. I think it's set two and a half right now. Definitely going to go over that. Um, and I'm, I'm going to bet that probably the round prop. I won't bet. Um, I won't bet the fight money line. All right. Cool main event. We're getting a new light heavyweight champion. Tim is very upset about that because he's a John Jones guy. Let me read the lines here. Minus 290. Dominic Reyes. Uh, the Dominator. Is that what his name is? What is his fucking Some name? Shit. Something the like that. No, it's, it's not. The, it's not the Dominator because he he respected Don Cruz. Um, what did he? What is it? Like the Devastator. The Devastator. Even worse. You fucking That's corny dork. Fucking He's fighting he Jan like Blahovich. Jan Blahovich, yeah. 26 and 8, plus 225. A lot of sharps. A lot of people I respect think that Jan Blahovich is the best value on this card. I'm going to go Tim first because he is the light heavyweight expert. Uh, Tim, what we got here, baby? What, what we got? What, what we got here? If I could pick what I want to happen. Yeah. We're going draw and John Jones keeps that <laughs> okay. fucking belt. That Dude, would be the nice. prop for the but, draw in this fight's got to be like plus ten thousand. You're gonna put put ten bucks down. Why not? Fuck it. Yeah, might do it. You speak that into the existence. It's gonna happen. But that's honestly that's not what I want to happen. What I want to happen is for Dom Ray's to get his fucking brain scrambled <laughs> by Jan. And, fucking uh, brains punched in. I'm taking, dude. Like, I mean. Dominic Reyes had his chance, dude. Like, you showed me what you did in your chance, which was run away for the fourth and fifth round against yep. John Jones. Now you're getting another chance. So why why should I think anything's going to be different? Right. Yon can fucking crack. Ask Luke Rockhold. Yeah. And John, John Jones doesn't even crack like that unless you get hit with a flying knee or some shit. Right. Um, 
Well, John so, Jones uh, does do crack, but yeah, he doesn't. Crack. Thanks. He does. It's probably the highest no, quality. It's not crack, it's cocaine. Well, it's you fry cocaine up, you get crack cocaine. You bet your ass John Jones has tried it. By the way, Timbo, I see your new chair back there. It looks fresh. Yeah, wanted shout, buddy. Wanted to shout that out. All right, yeah. so finish your thought there. Um, going yawn, man. Woo! Uh, underdog. Yeah, he, had a, he, had a, he had a rough start to his UFC career for sure. Uh, I think there was one point he was almost about to get cut, but he's came, yeah. he's came alive here the past couple of years. And, um, you know, Luke Rockhold, I'm, I'm really high on Luke Rockhold. I think he's still one of the talented, most talented light. If light Luke Rockhold had a fucking chin, weight. if Luke that? Rockhold, if Luke Rockhold had any kind of chin, right, he would, he would still be probably middleweight champion. Maybe. I don't yeah. know. Izzy, Izzy would have given him a run, Polacost, all those, but he would have never got knocked out by Bisbee with that left hook. Um, right. but his chin just, it is what it is. He's at his athleticness is I'm going to go to Devin though. I have your marker out. I've already written down who you're picking Devin. Cause you've, you've sucked his dick for months now. So go ahead and tell us who you want. You know, um, you guys know, I like Dom. And he says, you know, more, like he's it's not more or Dom. less just because of the John Jones fight. And it's yeah. more or less just to piss you guys off too. Sure. Um, it doesn't piss me off. He loves, but, but what did I tell you? <laughs> I told you guys a while ago, Brian said, Jan stinks. I said, Jan Blahovich is a live dog in this fight. Don't sleep on Jan Blahovich. Um, we got the receipts for that. Um, Dom Reyes is everyone's gonna say he's a better athlete, blah blah blah. He's he is definitely the better athlete. He's the faster guy. Um, Jan is definitely the more experienced guy. Um, he you know he's been a champion in another in another organization. Um, he's probably got the best jab at light heavyweight. He's definitely tough. He's been knocked out because he he will put himself in bad positions. He will rush in and throw combinations and get caught. That's what Tiago Santos caught him with. But Tiago Santos classic setup. Santos is probably the most. <laughs> He's he's probably the most dangerous striker at 205. Um, uh, you ever heard of a guy Yuri Prasaga? Yeah, I watched him get beat around for pretty bad <laughs> before he won. Um, so, <laughs> All right, go ahead, finish your thought. Um, I got a weird feeling that Jan Blahovich is going to pull it off. I'm going Jan Blahovich, dude. Whoa! I, I think. I, he, he, also, Dominic Reyes could easily cut an angle and hit him with an uppercut and finish him in the second round. Like, <clears throat> Devis hedging, Devis hedging hard. But I'm going to say, I'm, 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 I just got a weird stuff. feeling. This I is... got a weird feeling that Jan's going to win the fight. I, I think Jan has more tools to win, too. Dominic is the better athlete. He's the faster guy, but Jan can also grapple. He's got good subs. He can grapple when he needs to grapple, and he's he's good enough in the stand-up. He's definitely the slower puncher. He throws hooks from way low, like, you know, when he hurt Rockle, but he... Blahovich also has good kicks. Um, Dominic Reyes has really good kicks. I just have a weird feeling. It's one of those things where I have a fucking feeling that Jan Blahovich is going to win the fight. It's just a, this was a classic a dev setting up how good Jan is and then picking Dom. I've seen it a million times. That shocked me. That surprised me. I'm going Dom Reyes solely based on the fact that I really like how Dom Reyes moves backwards. Like I know he knocked out Chris Wyman. Chris Wyman's washed. Whatever you guys want to say. Regardless of him, who we knocked out, that punch would have knocked out anybody. Oh, that slick. That backwards slick. left hand, one of the hardest things to throw in, in MMA. Oh, it was very clean. Slick. I'm a little worried about Dom's conditioning here. He's complained that he only had five weeks to prepare. You know he slowed down against John Jones, right? I don't think Jan's going to put as much pressure as Jones did, and it's 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 going to be a different style of fight. I think Reyes is going to be more athletic, right? He's a little looser in there. Um, but if Jan really turns this into a dogfight and drags this out, I really see Jan can maybe pull away in four and five, and we can see a weird decision. I do like, I just like Dom Reyes in this fight. I think he's a little bit athletic. I don't like him as as, as a fighter. I think the minute he wins this, he's going to lose it to the next guy. Um, Santos. 
yeah, Santos, if Santos gets past Glover, which I think he probably will. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go Reyes. I'm going to go Chalk. I don't want to bet this fight, right? Uh, I think everyone's right, though. I do think there's some serious value on Jan Blahovich. Maybe come Saturday when I'm staring up FanDuel and I and I have a couple bucks left over and I go, you know, fucking put on an underdog. Put it on Blahovich. I think that's a smart play, right? Um, but as of right now, I just think Dominic Reyes, a little too athletic. Like He's younger. I mean, Jan is like 37. But props to Jan... Uh, he did an interview and he literally praised Joanna because he said without Joanna, Poland MMA oh, wouldn't Poland. be where it's yeah, at. Dude. I liked how he gave props to her. He said she's the queen. Um, and a lot of Polish MMA has come over. Uh, and, uh, you know, that's pretty cool to see. All right. Main event time. One more thing about yeah, that. Yeah, go ahead. If you, if you look at the, the Jacare Souza fight, he... Jacare is really good in the clinch and really, really strong in that position. And Jan was able to get him against the fence and beat him in the clinch. Even if he loses two rounds to to Dominic, if he doesn't get 10-8-ed, he could squeak those last three rounds out just just holding him against the cage and 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 using cane and using cage. Control, my only like counter for that, my only counter for that is Jacare is an eighty fiver, not a two hundred fiver, right? He's, for sure, he's 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 big, he's strong, whatever. Um, and y- Blahovich is a thick boy, like he's not a small guy, he's big, dude. but. Polish power. Ray Reyes is a big dude too. I mean, Reyes is one of those few guys that's really matched Jones physically, right? Jones isn't like the 100%. most intimidating guy in the world physically, but everyone that gets in there is like, dude, that dude's so fucking strong. Um, and Reyes had confidence leaving that kid. So, you know, the guy's full of confidence. Let's see. You know, I think it'd be interesting if Reyes won. Uh, actually, I think it'd be interesting if Blahovich won too. I mean, uh, I just want to see a good fight, right? I mean, I'm rooting for Reyes. I, I probably won't bet him, um, but. You know, I'm rooting for him because I picked him. All right, main event time. We got to get to the main event. We're at 44 minutes. This is going to take me at least an hour and a half to express how much I love Izzy Adesanya. Izzy Adesanya, 18 and 0, right? Is that what it is? Sorry. Yeah, 18 and 0. He's a minus 188. That was as of yesterday. Let me see what he is now. Uh, he is a fighting Paulo Costa, who was 12 and 0, 13 and 0. Excuse me. He's a plus 152 underdog. Boys, I'm going to go first. All right, so uh, Izzy's a 180-84. I'm going to keep this kind of short, kind of simple. Israel Adesanya is, everyone knows I love him, right? He's currently one of my top three favorite fighters right now. I love his mental. I love his skill. Um, I love everything about him. I know he gets a lot of hate for the pink hair, the blonde hair, all that shit. I just think he's a unique individual. I think he the whole anime stuff is very dorky, right? A lot of people bash him, but he continues to do it. When he became champion, people asked him, like, hey, are you going to stop liking porn stars' posts? Because, like, my I don't follow any porn stars, right, on Twitter. And then all of a sudden, these things will pop up of a girl with a fucking dildo on her ass. And I was like, Why? what is this popping up for? And it's because Izzy Radasanya liked it. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I shouldn't be, you know, my daughter's next to me. And they asked him, like, since you're champ, are you going to stop? And he goes, no, fuck no. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do me. I like people that are their own individual. And Israel Adesanya is definitely his own individual. He also backs it up with skill. Breaking down this fight, a million people have broken down this fight over who are well more ed- educated than me. So I'm going to have to go uh, go there. But I looked at the Uriah Hall fight. Uriah Hall had really good success jabbing straight punches against Paulo Costa. Paulo Costa way through that. And uh, obviously knocked out Uriah Hall and did this thing. But Uriah Hall looked pretty good in that. I think Izzy's going to be dynamic with his striking this fight. I think kicks are coming. I think jabs are coming. I think uppercuts are coming. Costa's a freight train that comes forward. Um, I can see Costa maybe wanting to wrestle a little bit. I see this also going over two and a half rounds probably. And I see Costa going into deep water because he quit on the Ultimate Fighter. Brazil, if you guys watch that, he literally said he couldn't see. He quit in between rounds because he was so exhausted. 
I still think that's his MO. I don't think he's a five-round fighter. Um, I think he's going to go out there, headhunt Izzy. He's going to have a hard time finding him. Izzy's my mortal lock, and he's going to send him home. home. Send him home early. Izzy's going to get a KO, probably mid-third round, I think, once Costa's exhausted. Because I do think Costa can take it. I think it's going to be competitive in the first, kind of a little bit of a chess match. I don't think Izzy's going to come out on fire like people think he is after the old performance. Um, but I think he's going to be calculated, and I think he's slowly going to take over the fight, kind of like he did uh, with Whitaker, which was the plan. Obviously, he caught Whitaker at the end of the first round, took him out in the second round. I see that happening, but in the third round. All right, who wants it? Dog on the bone. Who gets it? Tim, go. Tim, talk. Man, you kind of <laughs> just fucking changed my mind. That was like some great fucking analysis. Go, right Izzy. Um, I got him right here. You know, I really think about you know, with, with the Uriah Hall fight, like he, Paula was getting touched, yeah, uh, quite quite a lot. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, Izzy definitely has underrated power. You look at him, you don't think that power comes from him, and then you see, you know, what he what he did to Kelvin Gastelum, what he did to Whitaker, especially. Um, Costa is just, I'm really, I've been like, I'm thinking that his fucking them forearms. Mm-hmm. If he learns how to cover up with them forearms, right, and walk through Izzy and not and not let him get, you know not let him get that length, not let him get his power across. I think Costa can get this done. And I'm, I'm rocking with Costa. And I wow. love it. He comes on one of my favorite podcasts other than MMA takes, of course, called Flagrant. Um, is, that, is that with Schultz? Yeah. Yeah, Andrew Schultz, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he, he's uh, he's been on there a couple of times. He's just a flagrant-ass dude. He's cool as shit. He is yeah. who he is. He doesn't care what people think. Like, I, like he's, like, personality-wise, he's definitely one of my top top fighters. Stylistically, he's kind of let me down a lot, a lot of times. Like uh, the Romero fight, like what the fuck was that? Anderson Silva fight, why didn't you put him away? Like, right. there's a lot of times I'm like, you know, what, what the fuck, what the fuck's going on? Was it Brad Tavares that he, that he five rounds? Yeah, he didn't put Brad away. Yeah, yeah. that was his like, third, on, man. Like, third UFC fight. Yeah. Whitaker did like, granted, Whitaker came out and did what he did against Till, but we're not going to get into Till because I don't want to hurt Brian's feelings. What? But, yeah, my, he won the fight. No up. one's going to change my mind. Whitaker gets touched and gets hurt bad. Yeah. So does and, Costa. Uh, Uriah dropped him. Yoel dropped him. He gonna get dropped. Yeah, but look at look what happened to Luke Rockhold after Yoel fought him, and look what happened to Robert Whitaker after Yoel fought him. So that's kind of like a, yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> he, Wait, what? he takes her soul. You, but um, yeah, but Yoel didn't land anything on Izzy. Yeah, he did. He landed one clean shot, and Izzy ran away. <laughs> <laughs> one clean truth, shot bro. he said he was gonna drop him like the twin towers and then got touched one right that's a bad that's a bad look but let's also f- not forget like that izzy landed he more strikes than than yo he doesn't have pink hair he shaved his head oh he did yeah he yeah. did handsome as shit man so yeah i'm going with costa death costa death no i'm i'm going you know i i was i'm not a, i already I like, wrote Israel you down should win this fight blah 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 and then i went back and watched the kelvin gasolin fight and i'm like kelvin gasolin and paula costa are our boys they have they have something in their back pocket there. They can talk to each other. I think Kelvin Gastelum is is overrated. I thought he was the shit. I was like, he's really, really good after the Israel fight. But I think he's overrated. I think he's lackadaisical. I think there's moments where he could have finished Israel Adesanya in that fight, and he chose to grapple instead. Israel is a good striker, but he still has a flawed striking game. He gets touched a lot. Paulo Costa's best punch is his left hook, which is what Kelvin Gastelum throws, a lot of overhand lefts. I think Paulo Costa is also an underrated body puncher. He's probably the best body puncher at middleweight. He throws a lot of combinations. I, it could go two ways. Paulo Costa could come forward and get countered the same way Robert Whitaker did. 
I don't think Israel puts him away with one shot. The way he put away Robert Whitaker like that, at the end of the first round, he just put him right away. Um, I don't think Paula Costa gets put away like that. Um, Yoel cracked Paula Costa, dropped him, and you, you, and he was able to recover. Um, I just have a feeling that Paula Costa will win this fight. I think he can hurt Izzy. Paula Costa's gas tank scares me. Um, he gassed in the Yoel fight. He was still in there, but he, he kind of started gassing. I think if Paula Costa can and can work the body, I, I he has faster hands and he has faster hands than Kelvin Gastelum. Um, equally tough. The fight IQ I don't know about because Kelvin Gastelum's fight IQ stinks. Um, I just think Paulo Costa can do enough damage, even if he like loses the last last two rounds. If he doesn't get finished and gas out, like he can hurt Izzy. Izzy got hurt bad against Kelvin Gastelum. Um, like he he took a lot of big shots, and I'm just I'm just leaning on Paulo Costa to have the faster hands, hurt him to the body, and come up top. Um, Israel will misplace his feet, and that's and he'll get touched. Um, he'll overextend on certain punches when he tries to counter. That's how we got hit, and that's how we got hit against Kelvin Gastelum. Um, I just think Kelvin. Ga- I just think if Kelvin Gastelum wasn't so lackadaisical and actually threw more combinations, like I could see Paulo Costa hurting him the same way and just going buck wild and fucking finishing him instead of trying to go for a single leg takedown. I don't like, see Paul. See... Like in that moment, instead of going for the takedown against the cage, if you'd have just went to the body and then went to the head, like he could have finished Israel. He had him out of there. Here, here's my favorite thing about MMA that everyone does is they look at records. Let's look at Paulo Costa's record. Gareth McClellan. Seen the UFC? Do you guys know who that is? Alawi Alawala Bambuza. Is he in the UFC? Do you guys know who that is? He was in the UFC, yeah. Johnny yeah, he Hen- Johnny Hendricks. That guy's doing well right now, right? Was he working at a gas station in Oklahoma? Oh, he owns a steak restaurant, man. Come on. <laughs> Uriah Hall is a decent win. A lot of people got wins over Uriah Hall. And then Yoel Romero, which, Devin, you have went on record and said Yoel won that fight. So, again, um, let's not let's not overstate Paul Acosta. He's 13-0. He's got a great look to him. He's fucking jacked up. He's funny. He's learning English. Devin, you love his trash talk. Let's not gas him up too he's, much. He's still a baby in this sport. Um, Izzy Adesanya has 80 kickboxing fights, 19 MMA fights. The experience is all on Izzy Adesanya's side. Izzy wanted to fight him at, like right away, and Dana White said no because he, Dana White knew cost is a rocket ship, Izzy's a rocket ship, and they're going to meet and make some money. Obviously, no one predicted COVID because this would have sold out either in Brazil or New Zealand if there was fucking fans. I mean, this is this is an awesome main event. Um, so, yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm rocking with my guys. I think I just think you guys are remembering Paula Costa a little bit too much. It's been over a year since he fought. I don't think he all looked that great against Joel Romero, in my opinion. Obviously, it is, Israel didn't look good either. But everyone's kind of on Paulo's nuts, and I, 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 just, I don't see it quite yet. All right. I'm going to need really? you guys. Really? There's other people picking him too? Huh? Are there other people picking him too? Have you listened to anyone else that's picking him? Um, I don't think. Uh, no, Tapo- I don't. I mean, huh? Tapology uh, percentage on is 33% Costa. 67 one, of, one of the guys that are that are watching us live right now, Fight Night Picks, uh, my buddies in Canada, they have an awesome YouTube show. Um, I believe they put a poll up on Twitter, and a lot of their fans and listeners had Costa winning. Um, I think really? Anik, I think Anik and Florian did the same thing. Their podcast, I believe Parker and Anik, or excuse me, Parker and Florian both pick Izzy, but they have put a poll up, and a lot of people picked uh, Costa as well. <clears throat> so I think the fan perception is Costa's going to win. However, I will say this: 
<clears throat> I love that people are betting Costa because that means Izzy's getting lower and lower, and I'm emptying the clip on him. All the <laughs> money I won, he's going to be the reason I get a new microphone. He's going to be the reason, and he's going to be the reason why I win against used twos. Used twos. Now, what I need from you, mortal locks, underdogs, send them homes. Oh, Look it over. Let's go. Get you some points. I think the reason why that line is going where it is and people are, are clicking that vote button is because I think I read a lot of the comments on social media. A lot of the MMA fans are get, kind of getting tired of Israel Adesanya. I, I also see a think, lot more hate for him now than, than I ever have. I also um, think it's Brazil has a bigger population than New Zealand. That's also part of it as well. Well, he's Nigerian or wherever he's from, yeah. so that's a pretty big part of the world. <laughs> underdog <laughs> lock, I'm taking Rovell. Rovell, underdog lock, Timbo, getting after it. Damn. Fucker. That was a good one. I might... Um. Oh man. Um. At least you didn't click Diego Sanchez. That would have been embarrassing. He's already going to get enough <laughs> points for him anyway. He's, <laughs> if Diego wins, he's. Bro, he, if he wins, Jesus Tim's already getting four thing. points. I don't think we will be able to beat him if, if 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 Diego wins. Tim wins. So you you better be the biggest Diego Sanchez fan. His only fan. Bro, straight up. <laughs> I'm going Ludovic Klein for my underdog lock. Oh, oh copy oh, fucking cat. Oh, you did. You did. Yeah, too? I did. It's all right. We, uh, there's no I rules. You did William Knight. No, why don't you do William Knight? No, I'm going a little bit. All right. All right. What's your morals? What's your morals, boys? If you had, if you had a bet on one fight on this entire card, who you put money on? Ten. Oh, this is tough. <laughs> uh, I might change my Caitlin Vieira pick too. I'll text you later. Riddell. Rovell is your mortal? No, no, Riddell, Riddell, Riddell. Excuse me. Yeah, okay, yeah. Riddell, mortal lock. That's a good one. Mortal. Mortal lock. Mortal lock. I had, I got some shit at work. They're like, what does that mean? I'm like, look it up, you fucks. It means that you're, it's a sure thing. Give your mortal, mortal. lock, man. Sure thing. Like, like you're willing to put your life on it. Yeah. Um, I think a... God, I'm... Come on. Go ahead. Put your nuts on the table and have Costa as your mortal lock. Do it. No, do I'm going to do a chalky one. I'm going to go with Juan Espino. Juan Espino from Spain. The model. Dude looks like a fucking supermodel. I don't know what he's fighting for. Juan he's Espino? Like yeah, he's like driving sports cars and doing like supermodel pictures and shit. Look at his Instagram. It's fucking weird. I like he's got like beach pictures in a supercar. He doesn't like look handsome is, to me, man. I have to, I have to check him out. His Instagram, it's fucking I, weird. I grade, I grade handsome. Well, handsome's important to me, so I have to look like him up. Like an elderly, like an older cologne model. Like a, like weird. a. Uh, Are you looking at it, Tim? Most, yeah, I am. The most you interesting, the most interesting man in the world. I the same thing. It's like a cologne. He's like a cologne model or, or something. That's <laughs> why so. he's not fighting, bro. He's out there getting all that tail. He doesn't need. He's modeling. Why fuck up his face? Nah, he's got a good head of hair, but I don't think he's good looking. He's got a great head of hair, but that's about it. That's about it. That fucking, that, that, that weird Spanish Zorro goatee thing, that doesn't work for me. I, this is coming <laughs> from a guy that can't grow facial hair, but that's, shave that shit, man. He looks in shape, though. Tell you what, he looks. He no, looks not really. Does he? Nah. Look at him again. Nah, yeah, I looked at the wrong picture. I looked at, I'm, excuse me, I looked at one picture. But he was kind of, he was kind of chubby on, on the Ultimate Fighter, too. I mean, he gets it done. Yeah, he's got this whole thing. Kind of actually looks like my wife's we cousin. We send him homes? Yeah, I need you to send him homes. I need Devin's... Uh, nope, send him homes from both of you. Sorry, Devin gave me his Jan, Jan, send that fucking faker home. 
Wait, what? Who? Jan Blahovitz. Oh, shit. I, I, I always call him Jan in my head. I don't know why. All right, Jan. send him home, Timbo. Devin, send him home. Who you got? Who you bet? You know, What's your prop, baby? My prop. Um, Get it done. It's... I want to. I'm not gonna say Jake Matthews. Um, oh, that's an easy one. But um, mm-hmm. I sent him home. I'm gonna go with Brad Riddell. Brad Riddell, send yeah. him home. If he doesn't gas out, I think he can finish. Um, I'm gonna go with decision though. I think he Little takes Johnny. Send him home. Send him Little Johnny Anik there. This is gonna be a good Just card. Send him home. That goes by decision. <laughs> yeah, it's it, listen. It, it, it's it's a good card. I mean, I, I like last week's card better, obviously, but. It's something about a pay-per-view. It's something about two title fights. I really broke down this card because I knew I was going against you guys, and I'm really invested in a lot of this, a lot of these fights now. You know, I mean, that's the good thing about MMA is like, if you really look deep enough into a fight, even the fights that stink, you can get invested. I think that's why the Contender Series is so great because they play those fucking sappy stories like my dad yeah. died, he lost his head, and all this Every crazy time. stuff, and then you're like, oh fuck, I want to root for this person now. You know what I mean? So. Uh, that's it's what's, crazy how that works, isn't it's, it? it? And they know what they're doing. They know they're sappy stuff. Like my if, mother smoked crack and left me on the floor, like left me on the ground in front of a fire station. Like, right, something like, weird. You when know? when my buddy Chris was on there, his mom's a doctor. She's very educated, and I think his dad is too. Right, like she's a, like she's like a a professor doctor. Right, she has a PhD. She's very smart, and he's just like I don't know what to talk about. Like not nothing's really going. Like so, he talked about like uh, our buddy Chris right here. He passed away. That was like a good training partner. I, maybe I think he talked about that. But other than that, he's like I, I, you know, I don't really have that sad of a story. Um, yeah, this is fun though, boys. Um, I, it looks like a W to me. It looks like a W to me. We split a lot on the ha- second half of the card. A lot of us are in the beginning. Tim started off with the Diego Sanchez pick, which I think is bananas. But if it pays off for him, fucking respect. You got a lot of dogs, Tim. Respect. Uh, and Paula Costa is going to be, you know, knocked out to at least Tuesday. Probably he's probably not going to wake up to at least Tuesday. That's you know they're going to. He barely knows English right now. After Izzy fucks him up so bad, he's not going to know any English. So that's that's what's going to happen. That's how confident he's still I am. winning the trash talk too. No, you're out of your face. No, he's not. I don't know, dude. Izzy said, "Shut the fuck up before I become your stepdad." That, like, he, <laughs> that, that was, but that's Izzy scripted. Like, I feel that's like no, Izzy, I no. Like Do Conor like, McGregor? Like very scripted. But this is coming from a guy who likes Colby, who's the most scripted guy in the world. That's why I like it because it's so terrible. It's good. All right, I, uh, well, I can't disagree <laughs> with that. It is terrible. It is fucking awful. Uh, I think Izzy so just bad. shoots from the hip, man. I don't think it's scripted. I definitely don't think that line was scripted. They've been like pleasant to each other, and then they've been real rude to each other. It's like weird. Like there's that video of them meeting each other for the first time, and yeah, they were like, "Hey, you look kind of skinny." No, you look skinny, and they were kind of cool. And then they do the press conference, and they start making fun of his earring, and he, he's fucking. And then Izzy claps back. I don't know. Bad blood, no bad blood, doesn't matter. This could be a fucking banger of a fight. I'm excited. It's All right, boys. That's right. That's so it. Weird man, you're definitely right. <laughs> Who's right? No, I'm saying you're right. It's just I feel like it's weird. Like I've seen all their their interactions, you know, and it's like they're cool and then they're not cool. And then like, you know, Izzy jumped over the cage like he wanted to do what Khabib did. And right. then like he saw him in the in the in a doorway and was like, hey, bro. Right. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's, it's it's interesting. All right, boys, that's it. Thanks for joining me. Uh, we'll do this again. 
and uh, you guys uh, will congratulate me. You get, you both have my address, so send me a bottle of champagne after I win, okay? <laughs> All right, boys. I'll see you. Send you a case of Mountain Dew. I'll take it. Whatever. I fucking need it. <laughs> Are we hanging up? Yeah, yeah. Sorry. We're good. All right, buds. Oh, later, bro. See ya. How do I hang up? I guess there it is. There it is. That's sorry about the, the ending there. I should probably edit that out, but I ain't gonna. Uh, that's a podcast. We did a pick them awesome stuff. I can't wait for the fights this weekend. They're gonna be bangers. Let's go, Izzy. I'm gonna be on my uh, I mean, it's gonna be. I'm gonna, yeah, it's gonna be enough. I think I'm gonna do like a little blog thing Saturday. Um, I got this, um, I got this, um, nice camera that I never use, and I think, uh, I think you know, I think I'm gonna do it. Um, yeah, that's it. All right, that's the show. Thanks, guys. I'll talk to you next week. Woo! Hey, Val, do me a favor. Get her down off there. What do you say? Woo! I say let her dance. Woo! <laughs> Woo! 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 Come on, baby. Woo! Hey, Woo! Pal, we don't want to... Come on, motherfucker. Back. Come on. Escort this gentleman to the door. Do you see that shit? Yeah. Who is that guy? He's good. He's real good. The name is Dollar.